see these templates everywhere. You want to buy them, you think they're going to align to your brand, or you just want to be a graphic designer for the day. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 18, all about buying social media templates. So I'm very excited to talk about this personally. (laughs) Social media templates are everywhere. You, everybody is selling them. Uh, You know, there's Etsy, there's Creative Market, Content Hubs, Inside Memberships. Uh, You even see a ton of templates on Canva, which is Canva is great, but you see these templates everywhere and they're so exciting because you see them, they're beautiful. You want to buy them. You think they're going to align to your brand or you just want to be a graphic designer for the day because everybody wants to be a graphic designer for the day. So you get really excited about them and you purchase them or you just start going crazy with the ones that are available to you. Um, and it really, it can really put us in this rut if you start to think about it, which we're going to kind of break down here, but our eyes are automatically drawn to these new pretty and shiny things. So anytime we see these templates out there, we're just like immediately throwing them in our cart and ready to purchase. Trust me, I have also been there. So is this is a thing for designers as well, but is this really going to help fix any of your problems? Probably not. And we're going to dive into that right now and how it's not going to fix your problems and what we can do to help you move forward with social templates. Yeah. So what are some things to watch out for if you're feeling the itch to buy a template bundle somewhere? Uh, so ask yourself a question. Are Is the reason why you're buying this template because you're struggling with what to post and you're thinking that a template might be able to guide new content ideas for you? Because sometimes you see a template and you love the layout and you're like, wow, that is an awesome blog post layout or that is an awesome layout to share some of my services or my offerings or maybe that's a really cool community repost share template. So you're thinking that this will help drive new content ideas for your business because you're sick of asking the question, what the heck should I post on Instagram today? And this may help you in the short term, maybe. Maybe it gives you one idea here or there, but chances are that it is not going to create an endless amount of content ideas because what you are lacking here isn't something a template can fix. A template isn't going to fix a strategy. So you need a strong social strategy that helps answer the question, what should I post on Instagram? What does my audience want to hear from? How can I share my offerings in a way that resonates with my audience? You need those key strategy pillars to help you answer this question. A template isn't going to do that. 
Yeah, I would add on to that too. When we build out templates for our specific clients, um, we always, obviously, we, we only build templates if we start with that strategy. And the thing that we take into consideration when we're building those out is what is that template going to do for the strategy or how does it align to the strategy? And we're always naming those templates as we build them. So when we hand them off to our clients, they're getting this beautifully built template that's on brand or is going to match the aesthetic of their feed. Plus it has that underlying strategy piece. So they know that when they're in their templates, this template is used specifically for this strategy piece. And you know, that isn't like tried and true rules. You don't have to stick to that necessarily, but it gives them a guidance on what the purpose of that template is and what it's going to do for them and how they should be using that. So when you think about these like Etsy's or creative markets, all you're getting is the template. You're not getting any sort of strategy built into that, which is something that is super important because like Abby said, these pretty templates aren't going to be, they could be a quick fix, but they're not going to help you in the long run. So the second thing to watch out for is, are you just looking for a makeover or a way to make your feed more aesthetic? Um, which I would, I would say a lot of people probably are. They, they get tired of what they currently have or they want something new and fresh and shiny. So they go to these templates and they, templates can be great for that. They really can, but only if they are built for you specifically. So using templates that are, that are out there in the wild that you can purchase or all of the templates that are available to you on Canva, which is so very overwhelming, um, you really limit that originality on the platform. So going in and changing just the colors on these templates, because obviously you're not going to usually find one that's your brand color. So you can easily change that, which is great, but people are going to, people are going to start to notice that they're going to see that this template is used over and over again. They're going to see it used through multiple businesses and that doesn't make you original. That doesn't make you unique. You're not standing out in the sea of Instagram if everybody has the same thing. So you really want to have these templates built specifically for you. And even just thinking about small design pieces, like the elements that you use within a template, like the shapes, the fonts, the colors, the even just the tone overall on how they all collectively come together in your feed is so very important. And I think we tend to overlook that when we see this bucket of templates that we can just purchase. You know, they are gorgeous. All of them are gorgeous. I've definitely gotten to the hole of looking at all of them too, but they are things that people already have because they're available for purchase for someone. So you're not really standing out or being unique or making sure that those templates are built specifically for you because those templates out there that you can purchase are built specifically for anybody. And that, I will say that's one of my favorite things to watch as Courtney builds templates for her clients because she always finds these unique ways to incorporate brand patterns or brand elements or even just like the line treatment of how this brand flows. Um, just incorporating those things into a, a template is so important and what helps you stand out and makes it your brand. So if you don't, and, and on that note, if you don't have your brand defined and you just have colors that you're swapping out for your templates and you have nothing unique about your brand, like a pattern or like just defined fonts or just a defined pattern or anything that kind of differentiates your brand, you're going to fall flat in the sea of everything else happening. So on that note, these templates that you're finding across all of the different places 
are made for the masses. Even if you find a unique sector, like, oh, these templates are perfect for realtors, or these templates are perfect for service-based businesses, or these are perfect templates for coaches. Yes, they work for those industries because of the content inside. So typically coaches are sharing content um, like testimonials. They're sharing content about the different, uh, what they cover, what the itinerary is, so to speak, for your program, things like that. So they can build templates for that. But what they don't know is who your audience is because you and your business is unique and what you've built is unique and should be portrayed that way on Instagram. So you're losing that originality because you're just falling into the same content share ideas that your competitors are. And there's no uniqueness that's built for you. So the next big question is who will templates work for? And there's, there's a couple, couple different people here, but one of them being branding experts looking to save time. So because we know what we're doing, we know how to take things such as, you know, templates, elements, fonts, patterns, colors, photography, and make them work in specific spaces doesn't mean that we always have the time to create everything from scratch. So if we see something that we think, you know, if we see something in Canva, if we see something on Etsy that we want to purchase, we always have the intention to most likely change it. We, especially brand experts, we can never just take something that it's already built for us and leave it the way it is because that's not the way our brains work. So we can take it and we can tweak it a little bit. Or if we see a vision for it and how it can come to life, you know, we can purchase it. It's going to save us a little bit of time. We just do the tweaking so we don't have to build it all from scratch. So really branding experts, Again, looking to save time, templates are usually something that they can work with and run with. Um, another person is someone who's proficient in Canva. So we've seen this. And not me. I don't think I, like, I'm proficient in Canva, but it's not me. Like, <laughs> this kind of goes back to the branding experts again, <laughs> yeah. like the branding experts in Canva. So Canva is great. It really is great. And I think it's helped a lot of businesses, but they have so many templates and it is so overwhelming. I, you could probably scroll for days and they, the template would just keep like, they, it just keeps auto-populating new templates. I don't even know how they have that many, but I think what people do if they're not proficient in Canva or not an expert in Canva is they jump in there, they see a template they really like, and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this template. I'm going to use it for our brand. And then the next day they jump in and they're like, oh my gosh, now I love this template. I'm going to use it for our brand. So they keep doing that with all of these different templates. And then over the course of time, none of their templates are cohesive. Nothing makes sense on their feed. Nothing matches. And it's because they're going to all of these different templates in Canva that aren't cohesive with each other either. The great thing about Canva is sometimes you can find certain designers. And if you go to that designer's page, you can find different Canva templates that are all kind of in that same realm. So almost as if you buy a package from Etsy or something, but because there's so many different Canva designers and Canva templates, people don't usually jump into one specific artist or designer. They're just, picking templates as they see them come and go. So that's a huge, that's a huge no, no, we don't like mm -hmm. to see that. But, um, so those that understand Canva really well and can see the bigger picture or how to manipulate something or change it to work for a brand, um, is really ideal. Yeah. And I would say too, don't be afraid to reuse templates. Like if you go take a look at our feed, we reuse templates all the time. Yeah. It creates consistency across your brand. It's not 
and we're not, there's different things you can tweak. Like obviously you tweak the copy on it. Sometimes we tweak the coloring and sometimes we tweak the imagery behind it. There's different things we tweak to it to help capture, grab your attention and grab your eye, but it's still uniquely duo collective. People know when they see it that they can resonate with our brand and it makes sense with our brand. So reusing templates is okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that. They think that it needs, like they think that fresh new content needs to be a totally fresh new image that nobody's seen before. And that is totally not the case. I, I do not have that kind of time to sit down and make a brand new template every single day. Um, so, you know, we just have our bucket of templates that we use and I just go in and update it for whatever that content piece is that aligns to our strategy. And that's how we do it. And if I do start to change templates, it's not overnight. It's kind of like we sprinkle them in. I'll send it to Abby. I'll be like, what do you think? She's like, great. Cause Abby never says things aren't great. And <laughs> well, you're a great designer. <laughs> Everything's beautiful. <laughs> and then we, you know, we start to, you know, weave those in and sprinkle those in. So it's not a complete, um, you know, switch overnight and just like this harsh adjustment. So yeah, just know that you don't have to use all of the different templates that are out there available to you. You can have a certain, six, seven, 10 that you always go to and you just use those for a while. And people love that consistency and how it helps like define your brand. Yeah. There's more to originality than just the image. Your post caption, the way you talk to your audience, the call to actions you have for your audience, how you engage with them off the platform. All of that is what makes you original and drives engagement. So just remember that it's not just about the image there. You need to be original in the way you're talking to your audience too. Yeah. And that brings us to our last one, who will these templates work for? And that's someone with an extra strong strategy and clear audience persona. So like we had mentioned earlier, when you have that super strong strategy that you can always go back to, you're able to take that strategy first and develop those templates second. So you've got the strategy in mind and you understand what you need to post and how you need to be talking to your audience. And with that, you can build out these templates based on that strategy. So it aligns to that strategy that we can't push that enough. That's definitely the thing that you should be. You should be strategy first, <laughs> template second, mm-hmm. um, or template even third. Like when you think of the strategy, you know, what are you going to be talking about? And what is that content that you're going to be telling or giving your audience? Those are the really big pieces. And then next comes that template and how it aligns to that strategy part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually the exact flow we follow with all of our social strategy clients is we start, we actually do start with some of the pretty stuff because we, everyone loves the pretty stuff. So do. we always start with a mood board because we want you to get the vision of what does your brand look like on social media? How can you bring that in? And that inspires the templates. But then we pause, we hit pause on anything pretty and visual. And we look at the strategy pillars. What content buckets should you be posting? And what are some post ideas? And then Court takes all of those ideas and the content pillars and the strategy behind it to build the templates. It's not, otherwise, when you're buying templates, you're just doing that backwards. You are buying the templates and then making the content fit into the templates when your templates should be working with your content and your strategy first. So, and it's actually crazy how much easier it is. You wouldn't think that it would be easier because, or you just, you're really excited about the visuals. Cause like Abby said, everybody gets super excited about the creative part of it. But when you have that strategy nailed down, it is so much easier to create those templates based on the strategy that you have. So you know that everything is making sense, fitting together and aligning to the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. We can't tell you how many times clients have came to us and they're like, I have bought bundles of 
you know, of templates here and there and here and there, but I'm still struggling. I still need help. And templates are, they're cheap. They are. You can buy a pack of templates for 20 bucks and it's, you buy them and then you might use them for a little bit and then you still find that you're struggling with the same issues that we just went through. So bottom line, don't use templates as a band-aid to really fix some of those larger issues on Instagram and really take a step back and understand what you're struggling with. Can you identify the, that strategy, that content pillar, that audience? Can you do that for yourself? Do you need to hire an expert to help you figure that out? And then you can take a look at templates as an opportunity. But keep in mind that even then, if you aren't a branding expert, they might not work for you and you might still need an expert to help you anyways. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and